With the Trail 103.3, I'm Craig. Casey Dunning, how are you? I'm doing really well. Good. It's good to see you again. I haven't seen you for a while. You can move that mic wherever it feels comfortable for you. Okay. It won't necessarily stay where you put it because there, I've mentioned this before, but I'm, I stole one of the, the nuts off of the mic boom on there for this one. <laughs> and <laughs> so it drifts every now and then. It won't hit me in the face, will it? No, what okay. it'll do is it'll go towards the ceiling and you'll have to follow it, <laughs> which I think is terrific when it happens. But that's just my... My silly sense of humor. Well, thanks for telling else. me that instead of just watching. Yeah, YouTube. now you'll really be on your toes, won't <laughs> you? So, uh, so you've got a lot going on in your world. Yeah, everything is good. Everything is positive, or most things are positive in your life. Oh well, you know, I have a f- pretty full life with uh, work and family. So, uh, generally, uh, it's trending towards uh, a lot of things to be grateful about. That's for sure. Well, you know what. That's that's about as much as we really should ask for, right. I think. I think so. If you can have the trajectory, you can't expect everything to be perfect. You can't. Right. I mean, that's that's just craziness. But right. if you can at least be heading in a positive direction, then you're you're in good shape. You're, yeah, you're I a positive so. guy. Yeah. How long have you been? Now, did you did you get the interfaith collaborative started? Where are you? Were you the? Yeah. The well, the, you know the. About eight years ago, uh, we started bringing different faith leaders together uh, to just really talk about uh, what does it look like to work together at a deeper level? What if we could uh, have a deep level of of, uh, collaboration and what would that do for being able to tackle very real and serious social challenges in the community? But, you know, I was really just the one uh, running around and talking to everyone individually and bringing people together. Uh, it was really a, a whole group, a, a whole slew of people that really right. became, was what started MIC. You know, and you and I have talked about this before, uh, being someone who is not uh, a religious background sure. and, and being somewhat skeptical of organized religion over the years. And then I have, uh, since, our, uh, since our first conversation, mm. I have watched what you folks do and I've seen some of the people uh, that I know that are involved with your organization. Yeah. And I have to say, uh, I have nothing but, but positive reactions to the work that you guys do. Give me a yeah, sense of, of the various, you're welcome. Uh, give me a sense of the various faith organizations that are involved in the, uh, Missoula Interfaith Collaborative. Yeah. Uh, and, and actually these days we've branched out and are really starting to work with a lot of um, organizations that wouldn't consider themselves religious as well. But um, so uh, within the faith community, we work with uh, different Christian congregations uh, and uh, Buddhist congregations as well as uh, Jewish and then uh, the Muslim Student Association on campus as well. Which is which is interesting. And in a couple of the, the mentions there, I had somebody in from... Uh, uh, one of the resettlement agencies the other day mm-hmm. and talking about that, that the majority of, of their resettlement people these days, uh, Congolese for one, um, and, and very few anymore from uh, Yemen or Iraq or anything because of uh-huh. the, the uh, difficulty of resettling uh, people from those regions in this country at this mm. point. Right. Um, mm. And then, and then to think about uh, reading a story the other day where the rabbi at uh, uh, the synagogue in town here. Uh, right, Lori. Yeah, Lori. Franklin. 
in how they're raising money to put in bulletproof windows and breakaway doors and things like that in there. Right. Um, I'm 66, almost 67 years old, mm-hmm. and I don't know that I ever remember a time mm. when there was quite so much. Uh, there's always been violence. That's not the way to put it, but but so much violence directed at individual religious groups. Right. It's 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 kind of stunning, and I, I honestly think that one of the ways to to try and on some level on a local basis to deal with that which is what you people are doing because of the the interfaith and, and again i know it's not all faith-based now but um this collaboration of people is really important isn't it right yeah it's very important i think uh especially in our time where even you know you see it uh, in a very visible way in the national and international news with different uh you know faith motivated uh or it's really about co-opting different, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, different religious traditions, uh, violence. Um, it's incredibly important uh, at the local level to uh, bring people together, not just across different faiths, but across uh, across class and generation and across the, a race to encounter each other and uh, to really move towards a deeper level of understanding and, and hearing people's stories of who they are, who they hope to be, what's pressuring their lives, and uh, help people uh, be in a context where that kind of encountering happens so that they can then say, uh, well, um, in the most ideal of worlds that you um, truly are someone that lives in the same town as me and are a brother or a sister and the things that pressure your life, pressure my life too. And, uh, let's, let's create a better community together. That's what it's about. Yeah. And it, it really goes back to it. And we've talked about it before. It really goes back to, we tend to be afraid of what we don't know. We, right. we, we mm-hmm. tend to be afraid of uncertainty. We tend to be afraid of things that are different mm-hmm. from our normal, uh, uh, sphere of influence. And, it really is interesting to to watch, despite despite the way things have gone in some directions in in recent years, to to see other aspects, things that that were that were unfamiliar to people, gay marriage, for example, mm-hmm. uh, not that many years ago, mm-hmm. and to see the level of acceptance in this day and age of in that familiarity with people who are just people. Right. And, and, and it is that interaction that, that really does seem to make that difference with people. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, our work is, uh, that type of interaction doesn't just happen on its own also. And, uh, not know, on any kind of a, uh, sustained basis. Right. Anyway. Or a meaningful level. Yeah. Right. And, uh, that's essentially what we do is we, uh, we build relationships and partnerships with a very vast diversity of different uh, groups and organizations uh, across faith, across uh, different um, political ideology, and uh, and train people up 
in the arts and practices of how you actually bring people together. That's an important point there, yeah. isn't it? The training aspect. The training. It. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, community change and social change doesn't just happen. It is something that is a, it's a skill and it's a practice. And um, it's, we have a, a training school that is a part of a organizing tradition that's 75, 80 years old now and has been practiced over those decades. Well, you think back to the, the civil rights movement in this country in the early mm-hmm. 60s and how from from the outside, a lot of that uh, was just like, wow, how did that come together? Well, it came together through a lot of people mm-hmm. in a very directed and right. trained and trained, you know, um, the, the whole nonviolent right. uh, aspect of, of that. That doesn't necessarily come natural to people. Right. But it was an extremely important aspect of, of that movement. Right. You know, if you think of, uh, of uh, Dr. King and, and uh, you know, going back to India and Gandhi and, and these people that have, that have not just espoused that philosophy, mm-hmm. but also trained people to participate in that philosophy. Right. Yeah. Well, let's talk specifically, Absolutely. which is what we were going to do in the first place here, <laughs> second annual concert tangible hope yeah uh community celebration featuring music by john floridas that's right john's been in the studio jones in jones been in the studio uh-huh. um unity choir comprised of over 60 churches around missoula the collard greens and the handbell choir and the handbells and uh, and one other and that's a, a klezmer band out of uh they're connected with the Har Shalom Synagogue. Well, I would think a klezmer band would be connected with uh, yes, Har Shalom. Absolutely. Um, when is this happening and where is this happening? So uh, this concert is happening on Thursday evening and it's at the Wilma. And uh, Is that where you held it last year as yeah, well? Yeah, that's where we held it's it last year. It's a great spot. Yeah, it's a great spot. It's a great, it's very public, a public space for people to come in and uh, across, obviously, very you know, a lot of different types of music and just have a, a big celebration together. Yeah. And yeah. and this is a fundraiser to help you continue with your training. Yeah, it's really both. It's uh, it's different music uh, types and backgrounds and traditions across all these different groups coming to celebrate all the work that everybody's been a part of over the uh, the last year and to uh, lift our work and take it forward. It's a we'll have a crowdfunding opportunity there as well. You know, text to give. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, tickets are available in advance, I assume? Oh, yeah. Tickets, uh, Logjam Presents is taking this on and, and is uh, promoting it. So you can go to logjampresents.com or you can go to uh, micmt.org. That's okay. our website. And if somebody has uh, has uh, some curiosity about Missoula Interfaith Collaborative, mm-hmm. um, what's the best place for them to get information on your organization? Just go to the website, and that's micmt. Uh, dot org or give us a call um, 207-8228 a lot of our work takes a little bit more of a sit down conversation than uh, learn about it on the website right exactly but at least it can direct you to the right, the right absolutely place. okay yeah. Casey good to see you again yeah thanks Craig thank you so much for coming in we appreciate it my thank guest you. this morning Casey Dunning executive director of MIC now do you normally say MIC instead of Missoula Interfaith Collaborative these days since it's not just interfaith uh, yeah, yeah, MIC. I mean, MC. not just faith-based, I should say. Yeah, well, MIC, but, uh, you know, a lot of our organizing work that I'm speaking of, we're actually moving towards needing to kind of refound that work because it's going to be 
more inclusive of non-faith uh, traditions. Right. So. Okay. Well, I'm going to say MIC then. There you go. Okay. Thank thanks. You. All right. Casey Dunning, Executive Director of MIC. All right. And again, the, uh, the concert, uh, second annual concert, Tangible Hope, is this Thursday at the Wilbur, uh, Wilbur, <laughs> <laughs> at the Wilma, and more information at logjampresents.com.